always get your last name wrong. Out, out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let me hear what you got. Alkime. That is not. That does not say Alkime. Kim. Alkim. A L C I M E. Alcime. Oh. <laughs> hey, ladies. I'm Tori, and I'm Wendy. Welcome to the Fruitful Vine where we delight in motherhood and life, one honest conversation at a time. Hello, hello, and happy Fruitful Friday. It's your host, I, Tori Oglesby. (laughs) And I'm in the company of Wendy. Wendy Alkine. It's just a little off. You you were almost there. I forgot the, um, the, um, the French. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You forgot, you forgot to make it French. If I had Justin here, he would have known. And he's my French translator, and I would have known. I didn't know Justin Justin spoke French. Yeah, he speaks French. He ought to get trained for his job. Seriously? Yeah. That's amazing. Like, yeah, you should. I mean, you, because, um, you know, there's like that, like formal bougie French, and then there's like chill French. no but he probably speaks formal bougie French he does but yeah. we went to a French restaurant and we were able to have a whole he was able sorry not me he was able he was able to have a whole because we won so it's so good whatever come out of his mouth like came out yours I was like we yes <laughs> we we <laughs> no I don't speak bougie French I don't I don't I speak no French. when yeah but I I love when so you speak it the way my other friend Tasha speaks it and it's just incredibly so, aggressive yes <laughs> and I love I love the aggression behind it I love it's it. like it just sounds so angry it's like why why she sounds so angry yeah it's just, it just is it's what happens when you take three different languages and mix it up together and you get you get Haitian Creole. I love it. I love it. I'm so not jealous or envious. I'm just I love that you have that background and I'm really sad that I have no clue what my background is. <laughs> I can't. You just have to ask your parents. They're still I, here. I have on my dad's side, it's pretty clear. On my mom's side, not so much. Her family's so weird and they just kept really weird secrets. <laughs> like, you don't want to know who your daddy is. I, I don't. I don't think so. And it's either like just live with being me or sign up for ancestral DNA and have my DNA be used on God knows what <laughs> or be used against me. So, I'm stuck. I'm really struggling. (laughs) You know, if anybody put like, if anybody in your family does it, then you're stuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm okay with having a sacrificial lamb. And I think it should be my dad. (laughs) Just throw dad in there. It'll be fine. You look good today. How's your day going? Thanks. Um, You look like you put some thought into today. Like, you know what? I'm gonna put this headband on, gonna wrap it up, gonna get these braids looking just right. I did. Well, these braids are like five months old. So there's a lot of slicking back and headbands to make them look um, somewhat okay. Get your money's worth, girl. Listen, not only that, but in the in light of our topic today, I'm just too busy. I do not have hours to sit down and undo these braids. I don't. It's not even the doing. It's the undoing. It is. Goodness. Right. Because. 
with the doing, you're like, I'm gonna look so cute after like, the, right. After, it's almost a like, vacation. It's almost like a little break, a little like R and R getting your braids done. It's just like, you yeah. know, I'm going to just take a break, you know, and taking them down is full on work. Mm-hmm. You go from vacation to work. So I'm not doing it. Who knows? This, this, I might just dread it up. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> at the end of this like did she ever take off those extensions no no she just she just let them come turn to dread turn into my real hair <laughs> but how's your day how's your day going it's going good I have accomplished a lot um still waking up early um I'm part of a gym I've lost six pounds I'm hello so proud of myself. Hey. um trying to get as cute as possible for my wild and free hosting gig that's coming up. So I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym. Um, went to the gym, came home. We did a very light, um, like summer school. We're gearing up to get into school, school on August 15th. Uh, did a light school, but all the kids like showed up and worked so hard today. Maybe they're and ready. then that sounds good. We're ready. Teo, Teo had speech and then, um, it was, uh, it was a very relaxing afternoon. Now we're here. It's taco Tuesday. After this, I'm going to go get some tacos. You're going to go get some tacos. You can't make tacos. Usually I do make them actually. First of all, whoa, (laughs) whoa. I feel judged and attacked with that aggression. (laughs) And it wasn't even in a different language. It wasn't. It was just pure English windy. Um, usually I do make Taco Tuesday. I'm. We found a new Mexican restaurant that is apparently like the best and they do the street tacos. So mm. we're going to we're going to go there for Taco Tuesday. I've been hearing a lot about street tacos. Like, you have mm. to try it. You have to have street tacos. You've never had a street taco? No, that's I don't eat from the street. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, boo. Gee. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait. No, like my husband, it's like one of the things that he cannot stand about me is just like, like, I'm not the hot dog in the middle of New York person or anything like that. Like, I cannot like, I don't know what you scratching, what you itching back there. In, no, I can't. I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, germs. germs. When I was pregnant with Journey and we lived in Hawaii, I craved street tacos at, in my third trimester. <laughs> and I would literally make like just I would drag Justin with me and we would just walk the streets of Waikiki until I found a street hot dog. And hot dog or taco? Hot dog. Hot dog. I can't. Yeah. I already don't like hot dogs. And then for them to be coming from the streets, you know what? This is why I'm, this is why I'm a pescatarian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is also why you don't enjoy the spontaneous, amazing. I know. He's, he, he's super disappointed. He's like, you know, I just wanted when I, me and my wife got older that we would travel the world and, and eat together. I'm like, first of all, better goals. Second of all, why are we, tra- why are we traveling the world just to eat? Like There's so much judgment in you today. Better goals. <laughs> Travel the world to eat. Like, well, we can't eat at home. What's the matter? Listen, Justin retires in 12 years and that's, that's, oh, that's not bad our at all. plan. That's our plan to literally sprinter van, 
not taking them kids, leaving the kids. They're going to be grown. Figure out your life. Sprinter will they all be grown? I feel like they will. I feel like they will, Tao will still be in the house. Yeah. So what you're going to do? If I play my cards right, Tao will be a full functioning adult who should be able to take care of himself. <laughs> if not, I guess we'll bring Tao. One of them could come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Sam. Tell Sam he can join us. I mean, let's say, okay, let's travel the world. Yes. But he wants to travel the world specifically to experience other people's foods. Like he Duh, wants to Why eat. else would you? Food is the connector of souls. I understand what you're saying, but people eat nasty stuff. All right. People be eating some bugs. They be eating it with their hands. Like everybody one bowl. Come on, let's all jump in. Everybody just real talk. (laughs) Real talk. Have you ever been to Ethiopian wedding? Mm -mm, Nope. Ever. My dear friend Yoda. Hey girl. Hey, if you're listening, I went to her Ethiopian wedding. It was beautiful, right? It was, I learned so much in that day. First of all, we walked into the reception and there's meat big enough, bigger than me. Just hanging like raw meat. Ooh, wow, hanging. It's just hanging. And me and Justin walked in, and we were like, "Ooh, they're about to like cook that right in front of us. It's gonna be so good." <laughs> no, no, no. They would just go up to the meat and grab it and eat it raw. Wow. And 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 everything was with their hands. Like so, me and Justin were in there eating it with our hands. But, but is it some- just you and Justin, or you, Justin, everybody at the table is just eating with their hands? Oh no, everybody. Me and Justin, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So me and Justin were like, "All right, let's go." Because <laughs> you guys aren't germaphobes. You guys are not germaphobes. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not. not. Like, because it's not like I'm they eat germaphobe when it comes to public res- restrooms. Ew. Yeah, like I would be cool with like, okay, we eat, we take a bite, we wash, we wash our hands of some, and then we go back in. But like, your hand was in your mouth, and now it's back in the food with everybody else, and everybody's spit is now mixed into the like. We just we might as well just be kissing everybody at the table, just like. Basically, a lot of human fluids being exchanged for sure. Yeah, you know, you know, more power to you. But your immune system, your immune system, right, though. Right? That's why yeah. I didn't get COVID until like the <laughs> last. <laughs> That's what saved you from COVID. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, how are you, though? That was literally all about me. How's your week going? It's or- going. It's going. We hanging in there. We hanging in there. Um, it, 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 there's a lot. There's a lot. Life is a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to do. And it's busy. It's busy. And it just seems like um, all, you know me, I'm a routine. I'm a structure person. And there is no routine and no structure. So I'm living in my own personal hell. So, you know, it's just... <laughs> Okay, I'm not laughing. Well, I am kind of laughing at you because I just <laughs> I, terrible. I love it's absolutely terrible. I love when God's like, "Oh, you like this? Let me pour it out." No, because- but it's not even like one of those situations where it's like, you know what? You're a routine and a structured person. Now I'm gonna have you live with the floor, and you're gonna see how beautiful it is on the other side. No, this just proves why routine and structure is important. Yeah, yeah, like, like, Listen, and this is. I, I hear you because I'm in the opposite season where things are so insanely busy. And, but you know me, I'm like, 
we're smelling the flowers. We're going with my toy. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm like, where's my schedule? Where's my calendar? I have Wendy. I have two planners, not one. I have two planners because, because structure is the way to go (laughs) right now. It's, it's the, it's the only way. So I find How myself in surviving. A yeah. I'm literally having to rebuild routine system structures from scratch. And it is by far like, this is what I teach. Like this is plan prep pray. So it's like me taking my own medicine, like every, like I, you know how, like we talk about things that we've been through and have overcome in a lot of ways. And so that helps guide people. Hey, look, I've overcome this. This is what I did to get through it. But it's a different type of medicine when you in it. And then you got to take your own medicine that you had previously given to other people. So it's like finding which aspects of life is the most stressful right now and creating a system and a routine around it, and then moving on to the next and the next and the next, but like things that I used to do in my old home, don't work in this home. You know, like I can't do the same cleaning that I was doing in a three, two in a five, three, you know, like you just, you just can't like things function differently and, um, food, all the things like just life, life is crazy. Um, just getting, trying to keep priorities, priorities and not getting so busy and distracted that you just lose yourself in the craziness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good segue to our topic today. We are discussing fruitfulness in busy seasons. And we all know, or we should know that busyness does not always equal fruitfulness. That's why it's really important to keep your eye on fruitfulness. Yeah. Like I can be busy. I I was busy all Saturday watching Vampire Diaries. That added no fruitfulness to my life. (laughs) I can't. So we have to be fruitful. And there are times where like, you're just in seasons that are busy for, for myself. My life has gotten so busy since my kids have gotten older. Um, my life is expanding. I own two businesses now. Um, I'm homeschooling now. Um, I do a podcast now. Like my life has expanded load it in a very beautiful way. But y'all, I'm a homebody who likes to do nothing. So this whole busyness juggling 5,000 things, I know I don't, I do not like attracting that. I did not want that, but here I am. And, and how do I maintain a fruitfulness uh, for myself and for my family during this crazy Busy season, Wendy, that I don't even think is going to slow down anytime soon. No. And I know how much you look forward to the fall and the warmth and all the things because it just reminds you of slowness and and winter and all the things. I'm really I'm really curious to see what your winter going to look like, girl. girl. My winter my winter girl Tori. Girl, the only <laughs> No clue. I, I, yeah, yeah. We shall see. We shall weather that when it comes. Because I know that's your favorite part of the season because of the fact that you get to slow down. Yeah, like, it's actually everybody's forced like to building slow up down. in yeah. fall and winter. Uh, now come January. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it's. I literally have the next 
12 months of our lives, like mapped out, which is bizarre. Like, who are you? I never used to do that (laughs) ever. And now I'm like, okay, okay. You have this trip coming up. You have this deployment coming up. You have this week where he's going to be gone. You have a speech. And then I have to figure out speech when we get to where we're going this fall. Like it's insane. It's insane. I find that one of like Satan's biggest distractions like biggest ways to to attack is in busy seasons is by like throwing one thing at you and throwing the next and the next and sometimes it'd be real good stuff it'd be like serving at the church it's like helping your sick child or your sick parent or something like that like just really busy seasons like it's not even like you know, I'm living my best life type of situation. It can just be life is overwhelming and busy. And that is just like the number one, like attack a lot of the times because you then you lose track of your priorities. You lose track of what is goals. And you're just literally doing what the next thing, the very next thing and living just for the next thing. Um, I, <laughs> I'm taking that medicine right now. And I am just realizing that accountability is so important. Like having people that having people that will check on you, having people that will like, just make sure that you're maintaining your non-negotiables. Like that is making sure that you, you good girl, you sure you good. Have you slowed down? Like just having your people and having accountability, I find to be so, so important and having non-negotiables that don't let them become negotiables, but having non-negotiables because the minute you stop, you stop making time to pray, or you stop reading your Bible, or you stop the minute you stop taking a shower. You know, like, you know, you're supposed to be taking a shower, but you just, ah, I can't, I can't, I'm too busy. I'm this, I'm that. And then you start neglecting self. Like there is just so much within the busyness that you have to, like Tori has done, map out you, or you will become overwhelmed and overcome by it. Like you have to map out what your, what's priorities, you know? Well, um, I, think, I think that's a really good practical tip and something that I've been leaning into during this busy season is what are my top three priorities and what are my yes. top three values at all times? Like if, if it's not serving those priorities and those values, then it's not worth my time. And yes. y'all know I am the queen of no, especially this year. I told so many people, friends who just want to hang out to hang out. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. no. If it's not supporting my top three priorities and my top three values, it's a no. And I feel like that makes so many people, especially people, um, people pleasers, people pleasers. <laughs> it makes them very uncomfortable. It also makes them feel like unimportant or unloved. Like, well, why aren't you bending over backwards for me? Because I've been over backwards for you because no, <laughs> no. And it is so hard, but Again, I literally in my planner, I have my top three values at all time and my top three priorities. And if you're not in those, especially during a busy season, you're not in it. And not in like a mean way, but in a very, because if I put you in it right now, I will be overwhelming myself. (laughs) I cannot overwhelm myself to please you. Now, if it's like you need me, there. Right. But I cannot 
overwhelm myself and then in turn my household and then in turn like then that's when everything's going to crash. Um, so during busy seasons, declare your priorities, declare your values, maybe communicate it with some people who will kind of get offended by it and just stand firm on. I'm sorry, right now I have to support my household and this is how I'm doing that. And and I find that that's what happens a lot is that people get when you don't take time to prioritize and establish pillars and establish non-negotiables, when you don't take time to do that, what happens is everything becomes priority. Everything becomes things that you have to do and you have to get done. And what ends up happening is your family suffers. Like they're the first, your, your relationship with God suffers. You suffer like these things that are like, should be the top of the top because in order for you to function, like you got to start from the top and work down. You know what I mean? If, and when you start prioritizing other things over those things, your foundation cracks. And then it's like, what do you do then? You know what I mean? Who's gonna, you so busy helping people that the people that you are supposed to be there for, the people who God has called you to serve the most and to be there for, those people have suffered for good things. Not only for bad things, they've suffered for good things, you know? So, yeah, no, you you worded that perfectly. I've, I've witnessed people not able to say no and what it does to their houses and what it does to their health and to them. And um, I just want to shake them and be like, you don't have to do all, you are adding so much stress to your life Mm -hmm. because you're, you're, you're gazing away. You're gazing away from what really matters. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, we talk about I don't know. I feel like, you know, the Christian, our, our, the Christian faith is very much like, you know, love your neighbor and serve, which is completely right. Um, Dare I say, I don't know, Wendy, you might have a verse that supports this. Um, It's, uh, it's, it's okay to guard yourself and consider yourself during seasons like this, during, I mean, you don't even have to have a permission for it to be a busy season. It is okay to guard yourself during all seasons. And again, if, if by doing that, that means you're not serving the world, but you're serving those three little people you have to feed every night. You're not serving your friends, but you're serving, um, I don't know, you're, your business or your husband, or you're serving this one friend who's going through a lot right now. So you can't, you know, you can't, you don't have time to serve the friends that are just like happy and good right now. Like it's okay. We don't women, especially we don't have, we were never called to do it all and to wear it all and to carry it all. Um, I think that each season calls different things out of us and we need to be in tune with that. And the only way to be in tune with what God is trying to allow you to focus on is by being in tune with yourself and God. You have to be able to hear him. You can't run around like a chicken with its head cut off. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the is the key. That is where it's at right now, right there is no matter how busy life gets, no matter how much 
dare I say, Satan may want to distract you with all the things and all the must haves and all the must do's is your time and relationship with God and self. Taking that time to meditate and pour into the word and fill yourself up so that you can fill others up. You can't, you can't fill anybody on an empty cut. You just can't. And shut out the noise, shut out the distractions, go be by yourself, go hear yourself, go hear God. This world that we live in is loud and demanding and everything wants your attention and you have to fight to say, no, no, I'm shutting it all out. And I'm, I gotta, I gotta hear myself. I gotta hear God. I literally, um, uh, a couple weeks back, I was like, oh my gosh, I was just feeling so off. And so I immediately walked outside, grabbed a blanket, laid my blanket under the tree. And I just laid under the tree. Um, and I was just still, mm-hmm. and I was, I, I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to hear anything. I heard nature. I did hear the cars going past, but that didn't really bug me. I just, I didn't want to see anything. This world is so overstimulating. And I think that part of being fruitful during seasons that are busy and are moving and demanding a lot of you is, is guarding your eyes and your ears and your senses from all the other distractions. That's right. We are told to guard our hearts to guard our hearts, that not everything is for us, that not, not everything of this world. Girl, say that again. Say that again for the people in the back. Not everything is for you. (laughs) Not all, it's not all for you. It's just not. And um, one of the things that I love about what Tori just says is the intention, being intentional, being intentional in the busy seasons, being intentional in the hard seasons to take that time. Because what happens is, You don't check. You don't do a self-check. You don't check yourself. You don't check your status. You just keep going, keep moving, keep pushing. You need to be intentional. You need to slow down. Um, life, life is can easily become something that is doing you rather than you living it. And so just taking that time to truly um set aside every single day, dare I say, taking that time, that quietness, that peace, and just be still and know that I am God. It's a, it's a verse y'all just be still and know that I am God and allow him to pour into your soul and pour into you and feed you because in order for you to, to serve and to go out there, and yes, we are called to serve. We are called to serve, but the first and greatest commandment is we are told to love God. And to, to how can you love somebody that you don't know? Take the time out to get to know him. Take the time out to draw close to him. Um, and the p- number two, serve others. Your family is others. They are, you know, and they're your first others. They're your first responsibility. Um, so yes, I there I do have needy friends, so I do understand. The, the friends that do get hurt when you have to say no, when you have to put the guards up, needy family, where you got to be like, look, I just can't right now. I can't with all the drama and all the stuff because life is too much. And you want to show up well for those people. And you can't show up well for them if you're so stretched and torn and broken apart. You know what I mean? 
Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and lastly, I do want to also talk because in seasons of busyness, whether it's a move or your life is just expanding and there's a lot going on, or you just had a baby or whatever, there is tends to feel like, oh my goodness, where's the peace? Hmm. Where's the peace? Where's the peace? Right. And I heard something. I don't know what I was listening to, but I heard something and it stuck. It, it, it kind of stabbed me in the heart. And she said, peace is not understanding. Peace is trusting. So if you are in this busy season and you're like, I don't understand, like, and, but you're being faithful and you're showing up and you've set your boundaries and you have your priorities and your values, like not, it's not, life isn't going to always be easy. You can be doing the right thing and it can feel very like, oh my goodness. Right. But just trust the season, trust so the every season that surpasses in. all understanding. That's why. And people, people try to understand peace or they try to create peace. You can't peace is not understanding. That's why God gives you that peace that passes trust, understanding. The trust in God. It's the trusting. Trust I, it's trusting. It's putting your hands up and trusting the timing of it all. Mm-hmm. And realizing that we ain't got no control. We don't have control over this world. Um, and, you know, it's the peace that surpasses all understanding. I love that. So yeah. peace is not understanding. It's trust. Trust. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, uh, I also love that we have no control in this world. I know that scares you. No, we have no control. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, cool. No control. <laughs> Great. Make it happen. Jesus. You'd be my friend that that'd be like, cool, because you're you're all go with the flow. But us people who like to plan and have all the control in the world, the lack of control is possibly one of the most scariest things that you could possibly ever experience. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. I get uncomfortable when I'm like, I got this under control. I'm like, nope. <laughs> something something's around the bend <laughs> I'm telling you I'm telling you there is no control that even the control that we think that we have is such a falsity like there's oh, yeah. such a like like uh, ooh, I'm gonna prep and buy my land and I'm gonna be ready no <laughs> there no. is there is no control like and and there is a peace in in knowing that the one who's got control, like he's awesome. He's got this. He's, you know, you're good. You're in good hands. Mm-hmm. There is a peace in that, but there is something within us that always wants to fight for that control that always wants to um, have some sense of we're the God of our own life mm-hmm. and <laughs> come to realize you constantly get slapped in the face. Girl, you ain't got no control. Like you really have no control. You have no control over over anything you just have to be a good steward of what you do have and utilize it well you know yeah yes yes all right ladies well I hope we encourage you guys to just I don't know power power through busy seasons um set your boundaries intentional take time to be intentional know your values know your priorities and no is a complete sentence and it's okay. It's okay to yes, say no. Yes. And Wendy, thanks for not being a needy friend. <laughs> I am so not a needy friend. I am not a needy friend. You're I'm not really a needy not. friend at all. And I just appreciate that because I too do have needy, some needy, I have needy friends in my life and I'm like, 
I cannot. I cannot. That's why I have needy. That's why I'm not that way is because I have such needy friends that like they take like straight up. I can go like a month without talking to you. And it doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't care for you. I'm I'm busy. You know, and we can literally not not only can I go a month without talking to you, but when we do talk, I'm like, hey, Hey, girl, girl, like. There's no, uh, like, there's no weirdness. I don't make you feel bad about exactly. it. I don't care. I was doing life. You were doing life. Hey, girl. Exactly. <laughs> and then I got some friends that was like, oh, I thought you were mad at me, this, that, and the other. I'm like, yo, I, I only got one husband. I cannot be married to you and him. Like, that's a lot yo, of people. <laughs> yo, Kelly Needham has a book called Friend-ish. And it kind of breaks that whole thing down and how some women definitely idolize friendship. And my, I think I was in like year six of being a military wife. And I heard this saying, and I have held on to it for the rest of my life is I'm not married to you. (laughs) I am not married to any of my friends. So I cannot be your husband, like period. But some girlfriend relationships it's very much like that it's very much like that okay vinettes if you want a whole episode on this and us kind of breaking it down please let us know because this is completely off topic but i do i do think we're on to something with this topic we could talk about fruitfulness and friendships we can we can definitely talk about that hold on wendy let me write it down if she writes it down we remember if she don't we don't remember (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Okay, wait. I'm gonna write it down. Look, like this is the planner that I've become. I write everything so down. Proud of you. Fruitfulness. Okay. Um, in friendship. Oh, I love that. Ooh, maybe we could have our. We could both have our best friends on. I could never do that. Why not? I got too many best friends and they don't know. <laughs> Hold on. That sounds so bad. That sounds so bad. It was your face. So that, oh my goodness. You're so serious too. And they don't know. It's like, okay, what it is, is like, it's not that. Okay. It sounds so bad. Okay. I have very few people that I let in and give out to, if that makes sense. But I have a lot of people that I give out to, that I pour into, and they consider me best friends, okay? And they don't know that it ain't a two-inch drink, all right? So I can't be like, <laughs> go around me like, it was only you, girl. It was only you, everybody else. <laughs> oh, you people feel bad. You, oh no, no no I have my husband on that's the only one I can get away with there you go <laughs> we can get away with that we can get away with that but that's kind of fruitfulness in marriage so I don't, no, no, I don't no, know not if he's your best friend he was my best friend first he was my go. best friend first there you, go. there you go there you go um no Justin's definitely one of my best friends but my soulmate is Brittany and she's my best best friend it's like Justin, obviously, because husband, whatever. So husband goes here. <laughs> but Brittany is like, I just I don't think that we shout out or give enough credit to like the really good, healthy women friendship. And like I I don't know, Brittany sees parts of me and know or not sees, they both see me. Brittany will understand certain parts of me differently than he will. I just feel like every female needs a husband and then a really faithful best friend. I 
mean, I just feel like we could all be friends. No, no, no. (laughs) No, I definitely, I definitely think that female accountability is important. Having female, uh, having, because there are things that are happening within your marriage that you need to have solid female accountability for um and that can guide you because you be thinking crazy stuff and you can't be going to him so you gotta you know like you need to go to your mm-hmm. friends so i definitely 100 mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to hear everything it's for real for real <laughs> never and you, not you can really burn him out like how yeah. a woman can talk you can really burn him no out. like that's a whole thing that we're going to talk about in our marriage yes. because yeah ladies like they're only it's it's one man he can't carry it all he can't it's not his fault you know it's and it's not not us no no but your female best friend is you yes (laughs) yes yes so I I do I do I do I have I have a group I have a group I have like what happened to your other friends you have more friends than just Brittany you had a group of friends No, I do. I do have, I have. How they feel about you just shouting out Brittany? No, no, no. Because (laughs) when I got married, when I got married, my godmother grabbed my hand and she grabbed Brittany's hand because we all went to the same church. Mm -hmm. And she said, you need one friend that you can share every secret about your marriage with every hard thing that you guys go through. And the minute you're done being mad at Justin. She's done being mad at Justin. Mm. And she looked at Brittany and she was like, this is your responsibility as her friend. Aww. So I love all, I love all of my girls, but Brittany um, is, has just, she's been that friend that knows every single detail and still loves Justin more like, uh, like, like a brother. Like she, she loves him so unconditionally and so that's just a special special friendship i love that yeah i really do anyways this is not the friendship episode this isn't but we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into it okay ladies thank you guys so much for hanging with us this friday be sure to talk to us over on instagram because we'll be there all fruitful friday talking to y'all all All right until next episode Bye. bye ladies thank you so much for spending your time with us today We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?